Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. What's going on, everybody? Hope you are having a wonderful week so far. So without further ado, um, podcast time. I've been waiting to do this for a while and I'm really excited about it. Heidi, she doesn't really need any introduction. However, she has been in this game for 20 odd years. Um, She is a really, really, really good DJ. And the interesting thing is, is she is just a DJ. Um, she doesn't produce music, which is unheard of in this scene anymore. Um, she does other things. She was on Radio 1 for seven to nine years, I believe. Um, she's worked at record shops. She's had record labels. She runs her own club nights. Um, she's just an amazing human being. And I really wanted to get her on here and have a conversation about history and current situations of the scene at the moment and kind of just get a vibe of life and kind of a bit of education really for everybody um so i love this conversation she's one of the best human beings out there um so i'm gonna stop blabbering on and let you guys listen so without further ado heidi heidi hi hold on one second let me shut the door there we go okay hi we made it happen we made it happen. Finally, it's happening. We're looking at each other's faces. I know. It's been a long time in the making. Okay? Can you see me okay? Yeah. No, it's not. I didn't that far ago. It wasn't <laughs> that long ago, was it? <laughs> time, there's no time anymore. I don't understand. Yeah, you look great. You look absolutely amazing. Your nails look even better. I'm digging the, the green nails. They're my chrome uh, goblin nails. Yeah. Whereabouts yeah. are you in the world? I'm in my house. I'm in my lounge. Hold on. What country? There's something. There we go. So this is not my computer. So <laughs> there's like little things popping up all over the place. Um, yeah, I'm in my lounge with my favorite people, Prince and David Bowie and uh, Nick Cave. Hi, and Nick. then over here we have PJRB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got all my favorite people around me. This is what I like to hear. What 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 more can you ask? And my about? other all my other walls are all full of all, all other artists that I love as well. Do my house live, is like a rock and roll hall of fame. Do you live so in London? Huh? Do you live in London? Yeah. I've lived here for twenty three years. I didn't know that. I didn't know you lived in London. And I know I always thought you were American. Do you know that? Everyone always thinks I'm fucking American. Always. I thought you were American. 
American for the longest time. And then I all of a sudden, because we're always talking in clubs and it's always really loud. And yeah. I'm just like, one day, all of a sudden, I just heard I heard the British accent come through. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, maybe because you're so connected with Barkley and all those guys that you're like, you know, that, that's how I know you from. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? exactly. That's, that's so therefore I just, just that's just it. Like people assume that I'm yeah. People assume that I'm American. People assume that I'm German or I'm from Sweden or something because my hair is blonde or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But as soon as I talk, I'm automatically um, American, but I'm not. I'm Canadian. So. Ah, where? But I lived here more long. Like I've lived here longer than I've lived in Canada. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, as of as of last year. Nice. Where in Canada land are you from? I grew up across the border from Detroit in Michigan. In Windsor. Sorry, sorry, in Windsor, Ontario. <laughs> well, where you know the where the legendary Richie Houghton's from. That's where only people why people know Windsor, Ontario. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I live in Detroit as well. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. How do I not know that? Because we haven't, we've only spoken a club. Like hand in sets over. We've never like had a chat. Shit. You live in Detroit. Where in Detroit? Like. Then you know where Windsor is, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I drive, when I go to Toronto, like I drive through it. You throw a stone across the river front and just hit Windsor. Like, hey. Yeah, we yeah. wave at each other from Heart Plaza. Yeah, um, yeah I've been. I thought you were going to be there this year but you weren't there for movement no was i wasn't a bit, yeah. i was i was i played the year before and ah. i had some like, yeah i know that they do the one on one year on one year off sort of thing yeah. yeah and i wish i was in town but that yeah i had to do i was playing edc i think so okay uh, yeah i wasn't in detroit sadly i never get invited to, to those shows i don't know why but that's um, we <laughs> that's can, another story we can talk about that we can also <laughs> talk about that I did it once, I think, in like Chile or somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Somewhere around the world. I don't know. Maybe I pissed off some promoter or something or, you know, wasn't too friendly. Maybe said something a little oh. like risque or something. I don't know. Who knows? You I'm, know? I'm here my, big, for it, my, my big mouth gets me into trouble sometimes. So, Does know? it? Does it really, though? No. No. <laughs> no. no. No, it doesn't. I think people like that. What? Do I have a big mouth? Yeah. <laughs> well, is it about having a big mouth or is it about being honest? It's about being honest and being ballsy and not like really um, letting people walk all over me. Exactly. And or talk down, talk down to me like I don't know anything. Exactly. And I respect that from anyone. And I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, um, no, sorry. That's not really kind of how it goes. This is how it goes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really respect it because in this music industry, a lot of people can be offended very easily. Oh my God, especially now. Oh my like, God. No, actually like the last like five, six years has been, yeah. it's changed a lot, which for some for the better, some for the worse. You know what I mean? Like I appreciate that people want to be recognized by a certain, you know, a certain way and that that's yeah. what they want and that's what they should get, you know, but um you know, I am of an older generation and um, sometimes things, just, you know, don't come across as the way that you want them to come across. Damn you know, people yeah. get offended by it and it's like, no, I didn't mean it like that. Like, I meant it like this, you know, like you always have to explain yourself. I feel like I have to explain myself a lot. 
<laughs> yeah, which is why I'm really interested. I'm really excited about this conversation because I've been a fan of yours as a DJ for so long, like so long. I'm not that old. Jesus, God. You're not that old at all, but like you've been in this no, industry. I've got my cane and my like, you know, my my Zimmer frame over here. Just don't worry about me. Well, you did break your leg, didn't you? Like not so long ago. I, I tore my lateral meniscus, which is worse than breaking yeah, your leg. Way worse. And then I almost had my toe chopped off in Cape Town in February and I had to wear a moon boot for about seven weeks. So that was fun. Get did... stitches. It almost like chopped my whole toe off. This what like happened? bench. A bench, a wooden oak bench fell on my toe, oh. fell on my foot. And then um as I was trying to relax, looking at the sunset over the ocean and wham bam, bye bye toe. Goodbye toe. So, it... I was like, it's fine. And then I left it until the morning. In the morning there was like blood everywhere. Oh. And I was like, okay, I think I need to go to the emergency room. <laughs> How's I was that? Like, I don't want I can't have any more injuries on my feet. Like this is what I need. Like my legs and my feet. I need more than anything to like stand, dance. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not like I feel so sorry for holographic. Like, you know, I see she's mm, been yeah. she I think she did a similar thing during movement. Mm. And I said, like, listen, like, you've got to go get that checked out, like, right away. Yeah. Because, like, if it's something bad, it can ruin your fucking leg forever. For you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, she's been sitting down DJing. It's mad, isn't it? It's absolutely I mad. know, but the one good thing about it is you get to get rushed right through onto the plane. You don't have to go through any of that bullshit sitting in line crap at the airport. Come on, you don't sit in lines. You're group number one. I was for a very long time, but now I've gone down. Oh, no. I've been demoted. Are you with the peasants? No. No, I've only gone down one. Oh, you're fine then. I'm okay. You're fine. I'm okay. Who do you fly with? I'm okay. I don't It's only, I only care about that stuff just so I can like, just get through fast. I don't like, I don't like waiting. I'm not a good, I'm I'm very impatient. Yeah. I'm exactly the same for for a Brit as well. I'm not very British when it comes to like, we love a line. We love. Oh, you up. guys love to queue up yeah. like for everything, everything. everything. And I'm like, you guys have seats. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? You have seats, tickets on your seats. Like, do you remember when EasyJet started and there was no seats? You had to like, it was yeah. like gr- d- d- grab, was it grab and dash or dash yeah. and grab or whatever. And it was just like chaos at the door. And it was like every run to try and get a good seat. Oh, the thing that annoys me about EasyJet now is that you pay for speedy boarding and then they put you on a bus with everybody that doesn't have speedy boarding because it's we're in. Babe, those are like the worst. Those are like the we 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 should be we shouldn't talk about those sort of things because then people call us um, DJs complaining. <laughs> I think this whole podcast is called Will Clark Complains. No, it's about. <laughs> we don't need to complain. The sun, well, the sun was out today. Where do you live? So I live in Somerset. Oh fuck you! Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, how did? Why do you what? I'm a farmer boy. I'm like I grew. I'm a country boy, so I grew up in here. Nice. Have you ever been you to don't, Ch- You don't have a West Country accent though. Thank fuck. Let's be honest. <laughs> Dan eats everything. Still has one little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's 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 like Bristol boy through and through though. Like if you yeah. if you saw like where he grew up in that area, like it's very Bristol. Oh, I can't. I can't even do it. I I don't even. I I can't even do a British accent. And I've lived here for twenty three years. That's fine. 
Yeah. I'm fine with 23 that. years I've lived here and I cannot do, I cannot, can't, I can't do one. It's the A. It's the, it's the vowel. Yeah. It's the vowel A. It screws me up every time. Did, do you, did you lose the, the calendar A? No. You still do it? I'm still full, like full blown. Like, I mean, every time I talk to anybody else who's Canadian, <laughs> they do sound a little bit more Canadian than me, but... I slip right back into it. It's like, it's, it's easy. I love playing in Canada and you turn up at the airport and literally everyone just sounds so friendly because they just like, yeah, they, I never play in Canada. I never, ever play in Canada. Why not? They don't, Canadians don't normally play in Canada. Yeah. Which is kind of a bit of a shame. All through my career, I never played in Canada. It's fine. I don't play in England. No one books me in England. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. How does that even work? Same as you in Canada. Yeah, I guess so. But like England's like, Canada's not really known for their dance music culture. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> I mean, I think they, I, they're known for their like, like when you go up towards like Toronto and Montreal, Montreal's good. Montreal's got a great yeah, scene. Montreal's Toronto, good. I don't know. I haven't been there in a million years. Um, yeah, I haven't been in Vancouver. I don't, I went a couple of years. Well, 2018, I think was the last time I was there. So yeah. Vancouver's, Vancouver is a strange one because it's a beautiful city, but like, yeah, the scene is. It's a beautiful city until you hit East Hastings exactly. and then it turns into the night of the walking dead. The heroin addicts everywhere. Yeah, it's terrible. It's awful. People like people in third, like who from who come from third world countries who come here and sit like it's not even I've been to third world countries like tra traveling and touring, uh, especially in South America and like, yeah. you know, all those places and where they're, they're the poorest of the poor is not as horrible yeah as looking in vancouver parts of vancouver it's crazy or downtown totally la crazy. huh or downtown, downtown LA. la yeah that was a that was a shock to me the first time i went there i was like what the hell is this have you been recently like, san francisco too i mean you know it's it's sad have you have you been since pandemic to la yeah, yeah. It's fucking so bad it's worse it's worse it's so yeah. it's so sad as well and it just I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it does make sense because uh, our government don't like to help us out. That's <laughs> that's still, why it doesn't make sense to me because I'm like I'm still I'm still clawing my way out of debt still, and I think it's going to be a real long while until I get back to normal again because of because of, because of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, I just really like right before it hit, I paid a very very massive tax bill. Yeah, so I gave them all my money basically before. I didn't make any money for two years, yeah. two and a half years, and they didn't give me anything like no help. I got no help from the government and nothing, nothing. In, in America zero. or England? England. England. Yeah. Yeah. This is where I, 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 and I, and I had to go through Brexit too. I had to, I had to become a citizen. I had to like do all this stuff and like, oh my God, that's just, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, Brexit is, Brexit is possibly the worst thing that probably could have happened to this country. I, I agree. It's, the crazy thing is, is I was so one of my friends. He he um, he's like a property developer, but he yeah. he's a lot. Some of his properties now are kind of um, being converted into for like refugees coming over. Okay, that's cool. Which is really cool, but it's kind of weird because they don't want that. It's not that they don't want that, but it's like you told everybody they had to leave because mm -hmm. because of Brexit. 
And now you're letting a th- thousands and th- like hundreds of thousands of people come in. I was in. worried that I was going to get kicked out. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I, have, I have a Dutch passport. That's why I'm oh, allowed amazing. to live here because my dad's Dutch. So obviously my, I don't know, my last name is very, <laughs> I couldn't have a more Dutch name if I tried. My mom was Italian. My dad's Dutch. So it's a very interesting combination. But yeah, of, the, uh, the refugees that are coming over aren't allowed to work. And you're like, you're bringing hundreds of thousands of people over, but you're then you're not allowing them to work. And then the economy, like, it just doesn't, these politics. Yeah, I, I'm not political, all, but we're all fucked. We're all fucked. <laughs> stick, oh. stick to techno. Look, if, I, if I go like this, you could, it looks like I have horns. <laughs> it does, actually. Yeah, that's my, that's my kudu. Is it, where's that from? Africa? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I got him in the, I got him in the at fiddle fields. I was like, oh yeah, he's good. He'll fit, he'll fit nicely above my fireplace. Do you go there often? I actually have a working fireplace in London, which is crazy. How are you allowed that? Because I'm not, because I'm in Clapton. Ah, okay. I I probably shouldn't say that out loud. (laughs) Probably be like a hundred people that listen to this that don't know where Clapton is. Oh, I lost you on... No, when I when I when I when I when I moved here, somebody put online. Oh my god, Heidi's moved in across. The, oh, oh, you're back. You're back. Am I back? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I said so what when I moved here, I didn't have any blinds yet, and somebody that was friends with um, uh, Rich McGinnis from Warehouse Project said, "I just saw this on Facebook," and somebody's like, "Oh my god, Heidi's moved in across the street from me," and there was like all these comments like, "Yeah, come over do after party, play chess," <laughs> and I was like, "Who?" person like your friends with them get them to like, take that off I don't know my address out there for the world to know Instagram just tells you hello I'm gone like this is where I'm at right now yeah like luckily I've got a good alarm system that's not <laughs> good know? at all like I remember like when when BPM was in Mexico I mean that was just the, the I knew it was going to become a recipe for disaster because it's just like every DJ in the world's on the on the lineup and like every hotel's full of all the DJs and they don't have any locks on the doors or anything and you can just walk in and grab whatever you want yeah and everybody got robbed so did that yeah, well a lot of people started getting robbed towards the end really? before that really horrible accident happened so yeah, yeah. Well, was it really an accident? What the shootings? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was. I. I don't even. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Fuck. I just know that there was. Yes, there was gun guns involved in shootings and people dying. So that's not very nice. Yeah. It's fucking. But I just. I just. You know, Mexico's sketchy. In places. Yeah. Beautiful country. I love the people. But you know, you gotta be careful wherever you go. Even England. Even England. <laughs> Even England, there's there's still sketchy people out there. Yeah, there there's is. sketchy people wherever you go. There is. How was the um how was the XOY residency? It is going great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's harder obviously because it's July, you know, it's, it's been warm weather out, everybody's staying outside, you yeah. know, so it's harder to get people in like earlier and stuff, but it's been great. I mean it's I'm lucky that there's five Saturdays, so at least I get to have an extra one. Um, it's like you know, starting fresh. Yeah. I'm starting new from the Jackathon, so this is called Hijacked, which yeah. is just a, a little play on words, obviously, just to for people to remember if they do remember, because like the generation now, it's changed. That one, 
that when I so when I stopped doing the jackathon, don't forget that six years. So that's like you know, there's whole six years mm-hmm. of change that happened in between. Yeah. A lot has changed since six years. Yeah. Like musically, for sure. Uh, yeah, and a lot of the people that I had play at my party have, are now like massive, massive DJs, and I can't get them to play again because they're too expensive. So. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 um yeah it's just um it's been it's been good it's been it's been fantastic i love it i mean it's nice to have an, an output to have you know i don't make music so i like to showcase what i think is going to be like the next you know or people that i admire or people that you know that i can even get like i you know i've got a huge list of people it's just who's available who costs what you know it's like it all comes down there's a lot of like um what do you call it there's a lot of just logistics involved in it like you have to talk to 20 people just to get one answer you know, and it's like before you speak, I'm just calling people. I'm like, look, people like, hey, do you want to play at my night? Okay, yeah, tell your agent to say yes. Okay, so <laughs> when they get the email from the promoter that the, you told me yes, okay, and then they say no. So that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the time. Again, it goes back to that honesty thing. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I, 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 everybody I've ever booked, I've contacted personally myself, mm. you know? Yeah. You know, like I, I know personally, I didn't know. I thought you lived in America. So yeah. there you go. I was, I couldn't like, like I couldn't, um, I couldn't get anybody who was like from far away for this, this time. Um, Cost money. Just, just, just for, just for reasons of financial reasons. Yeah. Um, obviously it costs a lot of money to fly across the ocean. Um, but uh, yeah, if I catch somebody who's on tour over here, then that it's is helpful. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I really like the concept that they do that as a club, though, with the whole residency thing. There's nowhere else that that I'm aware of that does that. Obviously, apart yeah. from Ibiza. Obviously. I just want to like hijack people for one night. You know, I'm just to hijack you <laughs> for one night, and take you on a little journey. You know, like I don't want the same music all the time. I don't want like you know like I, I all the people that I book are all all play differently from each other. You yeah. know, it's not the same. But that's so that's so important. And I think that's for me that I want to kind of talk to you about as well, because for me, for when I started in the industry, um, it it was more so about sorry if it sounds like rain it's absolutely hammering down and it's so loud on my roof right now. So I don't know if you. Yeah, it's, it's raining here too. It's, <laughs> it's, it's raining here too. Crazy. Um, I can't hear it. I, oh, I that's good. It. That's good. Um, yeah. But like. It used to be, it, I used to find that about lineups that it would be very like different in a lot of places where like you'd have artists that play yeah. different music. And now I feel like it's all just like artists that just play one thing and it's just chipmunk terror trance. That's the, my new word TikTok techno and trance. Yeah, I, I've lost you. The internet, something about the internet. I think your you connection's a bit far. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it, I call it chipmunk terror trance. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like, I cannot listen to that fucking music. Like just shoot me in the freaking face. Actually yeah. don't please don't shoot me in the face, but like, hear me out. <laughs> like, what is this? Like, what is this music? It's not even music. 
I had I had DJ Bone on the podcast and he was like talking about the techno scene right now. And he was like techno, which I'd never really looked at. I'd never really kind of thought about it from his perspective. But he was like, techno is not just about the music. It's about the culture and the movement. And he was like, the techno music that's being released now, especially like the TikTok techno, he's like, there's no soul in any of it. He's like, you take the kick drum out and there's There's no soul. I listen, growing up next to Detroit, the home of techno, I mean, the techno that I listened to back when I was, when I started listening to dance, like electronic music, like, I mean, thanks to, I did meet Rishi. We became friends in the mid nineties. And then he turned me on to all sorts of like Carl Craig and all the plus eight stuff. And, you know, all, all the Kevin Saunderson, all those guys and Jeff Mills, obviously. And um, like, the Carl, the first international DJ I saw in Detroit was Carl Cox, yeah. and that was like he was playing really, really hard. Yeah. Like, like for me, that was like I mean, really hard and really fast. And I was like, I liked it, but it was good and it was funky. Yeah, like it's, I hate to use the word funky, but like I like some bass and I like some like you know all this stuff's like all up here. It's all like it's like trancy and I, I just don't, I don't follow. And it's all full of guys. Like all the parties are just full of dudes. So you yeah. go to those parties and it's like, yeah, I used to call it hairspray techno. <laughs> the breakdown was like, <laughs> white noise. Yeah. So it's just like, that was like 10 years ago. So that, no, wait, was that 10 years ago? I don't know. It's probably, uh, no, that was the minimal scene. 2008. The bomb, like yeah, I always played his music. Always. I think I think it's just the like the the soulless stuff. There's just you're just like this is just the blinky plonky freaking no thanks. Like uh, like that's why I started my old residency, the Jackathon, was yeah. because I was bored of going to these label nights yeah. and hearing the same music all night long. So I said I'm going to start my own night okay. where I'm going to pick and pick people from all of those different genres yeah. and bring them all together and start a night so everybody can listen to everybody else's music and maybe be inspired to do something different you know try something different yeah i think it's really and, important and not be so snobby like you know you know everybody like let's eat there everybody's all about integration now you know but like it's still not that integrated you know what i mean it's very clicky still and i, I don't like clicks i've never been i'm a lone wolf i've yeah. never traveled with a group of people i may have one person with me like that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have a tour manager. I never had a tour manager. You know, I mean, like a couple of friends might come with me and that's it. I don't have, I don't travel with 25 people. You yeah. know, it's just like, it's just you. it doesn't, doesn't like, I don't need it to make me look cool in a DJ booth, you know, like have a big bunch of people around me. I don't really care. It's just like, I'm, I've always been solo mission. Like I pop in and out of scenes. I know everybody from all the different scenes, course, you know, and it's yeah. like, hi, Hey, how's it going? But I have no, no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Click. No, I, I have no, um, like, I'm not, I'm not against any, anybody who, mm. who plays different music than I play. You know totally. what I mean? Not like, yeah, yeah. like, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm not rude to people. Like, I may not 
enjoy their the music style that they play, but that's that. I they still will be nice people and we'll be friends, but you know, it's like, you know, not gonna keep my mouth shut about that one. But <laughs> which people I'm not, you know, people that just I don't know, they just, just throw away music. You play it once and that's it. It's yeah. done. Like good from I play records that have been like for twenty they've been good 20 yeah, 30 yeah. years and pe- people are like what's that yeah oh my god that's so good i'm like yeah was before you were born in the break. <laughs> yeah so i'll tell you what it is it's called prince i don't know if you ever heard of him but you know so like, I, I mean, I- i'm gonna i'm gonna annoy you i was never a prince fan it is over <laughs> see ya <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've, I've never gotten into him it's all right we can just we can just carry on and move on. We we'll just ignore that. It's fine. Question. It's fine. Yeah, I, I. You're never gonna get anything out of me. <laughs> I'm just gonna be stonewalling you the whole way because Prince is my hero, and my whole. You should see the other walls in my room. Like, I've got a freaking. I've got a. I got a platinum disc framed. I wish I. I wish I. I wish I liked it. I wish I got into it, and it's not like I dislike. I, the old Prince is good. The, the Prince, like the, I don't even know. He made like a million other albums yeah, that were yeah. shit, you know. But yeah. he's still the most talented person ever. When you see him play live, he's so good. Yeah. And um, yeah, you, I mean, it was the first album I was ever given when I was when I was a child. Was mm. Purple Rain when I was eight. <laughs> My parents obviously were very young and didn't listen to the lyrics and um, <laughs> a little risque for an eight year old, but. Uh, it's, it's, made, who I am today. it's made you who you are today so that's all that matters totally it's right there oh uh, you're you're in on the prince thing then i knew you're I'm like in fully, on the prince in, thing. fully in Listen, i respect that i respect that right, right there that's, that's when he's 17 years old that picture right there wow first ever first ever like um picture what do you call it press photos oh really yeah he's 17 and he looked, and he, when he died, he looked exactly the same. The fro. Yeah, he looked, crazy. he, he didn't, he didn't grow old, did he? At all. No. Didn't get old. Crazy. Unfor- l- luckily, you know, <laughs> we weren't born with that lovely skin tone, you know? Us white people get old very easily. We get all wrinkly be, and saggy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's music's interesting right now, and I can't. That's why I kind of wanted to talk to you as well, to kind of get your views on on my perspective on the scene. Um, And I also want to talk to you, like, about this the whole equality thing as well Mm -hmm. that's going on in in the scene right now. And what I've I've always looked at everybody as equals. I've never had to fly a flag above my nights that say. Hey, look at there's four gay people playing here. There's two black people and there's one trans person. Like I, I wouldn't even think about that because I just I booked people on talent and and friendliness and the the way that they are as humans as people. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit. Like I, you know, you can be whoever you want to be. Yeah. Well, I, I've I've always said that there's there's space for everybody in this scene. There is space for everybody. For everybody. There is. I think there's too many of us right now. To be quite honest with you, I think I think there's too many people DJing. Like I mean, there's too many DJs. I think too many. I think for me, it's more so, it's 
a lot of what I see, and this it's kind of really hard to say this in like a without offending people, but fuck it. Like <laughs> I I feel like we're in at this moment in time, we're in a very tick boxy scene where you have to tick a box to to play certain certain things and to be yeah. not not just play but to have your music be acknowledged in on on streaming platforms on radio mm -hmm. as a dj as a promoter blah 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 well as being you know nine years on radio one that was uh you know i saw how the whole radio system worked you know and who got played and why they got played yeah. and you know i know like a lot of the people are really chummy with the the um promote the um people sorry who uh producers the, the press people who do your press music yeah. press you know, if you're really in with one of the one of the press people, then your record's going to get played over and over and over and over again on radio, especially on radio uh, on radio one. The, the, you'll hear Sarah Story, Pete Tong, and Danny Howard all play the same track. Yeah, all all like three times in in the night. So um, that that could be down to I mean the sound to who they're who's giving it to them you know they're like this is hot off the press it's not even out yet here you go yeah. you know what I mean so here you go take it take it and then they get the record played and then yeah it's good same with boiler room boiler room you do one boiler room and like now like when I did boiler rooms it was so poorly put together oh my god it was terrible like it was just was it was embarrassing you know what I mean I felt so uncomfortable it was just and now it's like they, they did it the way that I told them. I remember saying at the beginning, I was like, you guys should have cameras all, all over the place. Yeah. Like, so it's like you're showing the vibe of the club, not people sitting behind me. Like, you know, like that's just weird. <laughs> you know, it's just bizarre. And now that like, especially the Ava festival in, in, in Dublin, you know, you, you get a good boiler room on, on that, uh, on that festival and that's it. You're gone. Off and running. Yeah, Circle was the same, wasn't it, as well? Or Death Mental yeah. or all those 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 festivals. Yeah, those were very niche niche music. Um, but, like, to be honest with you, it's... I mean, that's because the younger generation are constantly looking online at, like, what's... Yeah. To, they're, they're not going out and searching for yeah. what's good. They're, they're being told what's good on this thing here. Yeah. You know? Or certain websites, you know, who favor certain artists, you know, that will just brag about them. But, uh, and then tear them down two months later. They'll do that. I know there's a lot of websites that do that. They'll big you up and they're like, you're the best. Oh my God, this is the best DJ in the world. And then two months later, they might have done something wrong. And then they just tear them apart and ruin their career. So. Yeah. Or oh, Resident Advisor was fucking great at that at the time. <laughs> You said it. I didn't have to say that. It's fine. I, I, they've never supported me, so I don't care. Um, yeah, I know, like, cause I knew the owners as well. Like, they're really good friends. I did number thirty-four, mix thirty-four. Wow. Okay, I didn't even know how to even DJ them. Yeah. It's all live on vinyl, and like, I made a few mistakes. Isn't a strip club in Russia? <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh shit, I gotta, like, Resident Advisor wasn't big at all. Like, there was, there wasn't as big as it was now, like, yeah. to have a mix on there. I was like, okay, sure, I'll do this mix. I'll just record this set and I'll give it to them. It wasn't like a big deal. And then, um, yeah, it, it was the first time that they said they had more comments 
more bad, more like they, they tore me to pieces, like for a, a slight offbeat little wobble of a mix. Like people just saying that I suck dicks to get to where I am. And it was like, it was a total misogyny. Misogyny was rife back yeah. when I started. Like, I mean, there was literally like 10 women of us DJing yeah. like around. That's it. And maybe when I started. And we all had our own like different little groups of, of, of people that we we all none of us played the same. Yeah. We all played different stuff. And, and I mean that's why I'm still here talking to you 20 years, almost 20 years later. You know, I've been DJing for a long time. Since 2004, I yeah. think. So it, almost 20 years. Yeah, it'll be almost 20 years. It's pretty yeah. amazing because <clears throat> I was talking to somebody about about you. Mm-hmm. today hopefully, hopefully yeah, good. it was good um because i was talking about that we've got i've got a conversation with you and I, like there's really not many people that have been in the industry for this long that don't release music um and that is literally like a straight up dj like i and i know you've had like your radio one residencies i know you've had record labels like kind of releasing music and things like that and bringing yeah. other artists on but there's literally like nobody really else that has done what you've done and stayed the distance there are, there's a few but like not many that have stayed the distance and carrying on touring like even if we even if we use annie mac for example which yeah. i can't put you guys on the same because yeah. she did she was radio she was not really a dj for it ever she was started as radio but like even she's not doing it anymore she's she's one of my favorite humans on the planet she's great she's great but i'm not even i I can't even put you two in that same realm because you started out no 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 no. yeah i was she used to come into my record store and buy records off me like you know but she was one of the first feet like her hannah cosmo murphy blair breakfast she used to come in all the time um but there was a few, like three like well, there wasn't very many women that used to come record shopping mm. i we lost the internet again yeah we lost it but i i, I heard uh, all I of you <laughs> i heard all, I, we heard all of it um um yeah so like i i fell into djing by accident it was just because people were always like um you know you have such good taste in music. You should just, you should DJ. And I'm like, I was playing like hip hop and dub and reggae and back rooms of, of like a breakbeat nights because my boyfriend was a breakbeat hip, old school hip hop and reggae and dub and all that stuff. And like raga in the side room, but the side room would always be pop and like hardcore. Cause I would just be like, Play all the all the great old school hip hop tunes and stuff. Like I like everything. So, yeah. and then all, my older loved house and techno. But you know, um, you know, there wasn't a there wasn't room in that relationship for two DJ, two DJs, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So once I started to DJ, that relationship ended because <laughs> <laughs> I think he always wanted to be. I think he always wanted to be a DJ, but he he never really truly got there. But um. He's a very successful person now, so it's fine. Okay. He's, uh, you know, he does great things. We're still friends, uh, but it's, uh, yeah. And then I, I just sort of started to do it in Berlin, like with um, Mandy and Book of Shade and those guys from Get Physical. Yeah. They sort of like took, you took me under their wing and just like took me everywhere. 
Yeah, so I have them. I have them to thank a lot, you know, and obviously Fonica and, and all that stuff. Like, because I got to meet everybody. Everybody shopped at Fonica. Did, did you like, work everybody. at Fonica? I own. I opened it. What? Yes. How do I not know this? I opened it. Yeah, me, me, Simon Rigg and Tom Merlin, who's unfortunately no longer with us, but um, yeah. Wow, I did not know you started Fonica. I wrote all those fucking master bags out with my fucking hand. I had like tendonitis from writing all those like fucking all that shit you see behind you. I had to write all that down. Okay, there's still my handwriting on those all those bags. And that just just turned twenty. Wow. Like I just turned twenty years old in April. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So I miss. I actually miss. Yeah. I miss record shop shops. I miss that. I miss record shopping too. I have to be honest with you. I miss I miss playing vinyl. I miss I miss playing all that. I miss all that stuff. Like I mean, I could do it if I wanted to, but it's just too. It's it's not. Clubs aren't like you have to just really go through a lot of shit to get yeah. the sound right, you know? Because like if the needle jumps or yeah. anything ha- happens, yeah. it's just like it's too touchy. You know what I mean? Like certain clubs just don't. I remember going to a club and they, did, they didn't even know what like like they had no record players ever in their club like and i was like okay yeah. okay like no i'm like i only play vinyl this is back like back in the day and like i get there and i'd be like dust blowing off and like coffee cup yeah. or drink holder circles on the decks like thing and i was just like this is gonna be awful yeah record players became <laughs> the like drinks Push control doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! And then, and then somebody stole all my, like most of my records off the belt um, when I was DJing. Oh, no. Like all my like two bags when I was traveling in between London and Berlin. When I, I lived in Berlin for three years, and then somebody like stole all my like all my records, like pretty much the ones I played the most. And two big bags, and I was like, fuck. Jesus. So and then, and then another time I ended, I landed in somewhere i think romania and my records didn't turn up and they were like well you're gonna have to use cdjs and i'm like what's i've never even used cdj before i didn't even know how to use it i was like i couldn't play i had no idea how to use it or anything i was like what's this wow then then getting used to cds and then getting used to the usb6 it was like i just feel like i feel like a sham walking up with this little thing and it's like you know sticking it in there but you feel like a fake don't you it's more about the music it's more about the music you play than what format it's on, to be honest with you. I mean, I love how to have a record in my hand and touch it and feel, you know, I used to love that. But now it's, I don't really give a shit. It's yeah. like, it's about the track. It's not about what format. Yeah. I've started um, buying vinyl again, though. I've, I, in, in my place in Detroit, I was like, okay, I need to start listening to vinyl again. Not necessarily like electronic you miss out on loads of stuff and there's loads of yeah. stuff that's only on vinyl yeah and also like you know? i i'm like i'm kind of bored of listening to like spotify and like when i'm just around my house i'm like let's go buy an actual album and let's go listen to an album on a vinyl player and just like you gotta enjoy get up it. and turn it over exactly i love it i love it and it feels i've like i'm not even old but it feels great it's just like having like <laughs> A, a, a like collection of vinyl again and like go into a vinyl my shop used, my dad used to buy two copies of everything oh did he he'd play one and he'd keep the other one just like my dad's got some well we we don't speak i haven't talked to him for a very, very long time like over 20 years but um 
when I was younger, he, yeah, he had two copies, one to play and one that he knew was going to be worth a lot of money one day. Cause he was smart because he, he had the goods for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Damn. That's- yeah. I got the music bug from him for sure. Him and, and my mom, they both love like music. They love, they're music freaks. They are both, my mom was 21 when she had me. Yeah. Like I, I wake up in like the mi- middle of the week and step over dead, like dead drunk bodies. Like, you know, they didn't have house parties in the middle of the week. We had school Jesus. in the morning. Are they emptying ashtrays and putting beer bottles in, back in the, the case right before breakfast? How, you know, make cereal, milk, cake, go to school. How, right. how was that childhood for you? I thought everybody lived that way. Yeah. Apparently not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I thought everybody's, I thought everybody's aunts and uncles, you know, um, um, did bad things <laughs> and ended up in jail and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. My mom's side of the family is, um, they're, uh, yeah. Interesting. They're interesting. Yeah. I'll, you, I'll, just, I'll leave it at that. Are you in touch with your and, mom still? Uh, only, only, only one of them, one or two of them sort of like. Flourish. survived out of the madness mm. um and my dad's side of the family were very snobby dutch people so yeah one didn't get along with the other there you go makes sense makes sense yeah yeah, yeah i i i miss the i miss the um this the snobby person behind the behind the desk at a record shop as well i would never be snobby unless come on, people come on. snobby to me if they if they if they say if they question my answers then they get the they get the, the bitch the bitchy bitchiness i'd be like listen i just told you what the answer is and then they go over and ask the guy the same question and i'm like did you just ask him that's what a you dick just move. Me? that's a dick i was move, like yeah. you know how fucking rude that is i'm yeah. like i'm the manager here like i run this fucking show <laughs> and i know when it's being released and it's the day i told you and then the guy you know one of the guys who'd be working at the shop would turn to me and go um heidi when is this going this coming out and i love it i just be like there you go there's your answer now run along to another record store where you somebody else you know, go buy it somewhere else you know just like so i can't be so do you know you know Sam Devine, right? Pardon? You know Sam Devine. Yes. So I used to buy. I don't know her, know her okay. but of course I know her. So yes. I used to buy my records from her. She worked in a, a record shop near me, um, and I used to buy all my records from her in Western Supermare, um, which is how <laughs> I know. Which is how I know I know Sam. I've known her since I was. I didn't know she worked in the record store. Yeah, she worked. Can you remember Chemical Records as well? So Chemical Records no. was like quite a big record shop in South, in, in Bristol, but it was also quite big in Wales as well at the time. But before that, she worked in a in a record shop called Spin Central. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just missed the whole like, I was always so nervous going into a record shop when I was younger. Like it was like a big thing. I don't know. I, I think maybe because I never went record yeah. shopping yeah, yeah. that I never... Like I was never nervous. I don't know. I'm just, I would just, I was, yeah. I mean, I had, I was front, front, front of house the whole time, you yeah. know? So it was like, you had to deal with me, deal with it. You know, it's like, you don't like it too, too bad. You know, we all, us ladies have, you know, 
we have uh, personality changes every time, every now and again, you know, <laughs> and that's just the way that it is. So, so if you if you can't handle it, come another day. No, I like it. There, there's a there's a re- I went there's a record shop in a local city quite close to me. Um, mm-hmm. Like I went in there just around Christmas time. There was a, and there was a crew of us that went in, and like the guy that owns it, they he also owns a record label. Um, we all walked in like not even a hi, not even a hello. Like he looked at us and just like completely blanked us. And I was like, dude, like what? Yeah. Uh, I, I knew I, I knew I would never do that forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't like, it was a stepping stone, I think yeah. for me, you know what I mean? I learned a lot there mm. for sure. I learned a lot. I learned yeah. a lot about like tons of stuff. Like I thought I knew, you know, the reason why they, I think they brought me in is because I was a woman. Yeah. They wanted to have their to- their token woman. <laughs> and no, no, no. I was just, we were friends. We were flatmates. <laughs> and then, uh, um, no, I uh, basically, you know, I had good knowledge of Detroit and Chicago house and techno. You know what I mean? I knew my shit. You know, I knew, I knew, and I knew a lot of the British stuff too and uh, German stuff. So it was like they were, they're like, okay, like she knows, she knows her shit. Like she knows labels she knows dj she knows you know whatever so let, let, let's bring her in so and i was like all right i didn't even have to like apply for the job they just said you want the job That's i was cool. like okay sure for nothing i mean god like you think about how much money you get paid like back then oh my god i remember i was working in a i was working at the dog star in brixton behind the bar yeah. i was work. i was like managing that and it was like i was getting paid three pounds 30 an hour <laughs> no tips because you don't tip in england no tips coming from Canada when I was making like 500 bucks a night and yeah. tips to no tips was like a real shot to the system. Yeah. Why, like, why tip? Like you're getting paid. Come on. Getting paid nothing. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely nothing. Like basically bus fare. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, I mean, yeah, things have changed drastically in this, in, in London for sure. I mean, have London they, is just, have it's they, not though? the same. It's not the same as it used to be, I don't think. Like, are people earning good money in those jobs? I don't know. Me neither. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't like to talk about money. I just think it's, like, a bit tacky. I just think, you know, I think some people are extremely overpaid, and there are some people that are extremely underpaid. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like people that do the same job should be all getting paid the same money. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, whether you're a man or you're a woman. Yeah. <laughs> so, cause you know, as ladies, we, we get the shaft. So yeah, it's weird, we guys, isn't it? just because we're still an inferior person in a lot of people's eyes, Yeah, you know, women aren't, you know, looked upon as people who can do what men can do still, mm. still to this day. Do you think it's still like that in the music industry? Oh my God! So yes! Oh my God! Do you see all the freaking feuds online? It's ridiculous! Oh my God! It's just like and they like to try and pin the girls against each other, and it's you know they like to try and pin they like to try and start shit up, and it's just like man, just lift each other up, you know? Just that's you should be there to do to lift up your fellow 
your fellow compadre you know what i mean like i'm not there to tear you down unless unless you've done something horrible to me then we've got got no beef with you you know what i mean like there's no problem i don't care it's just but like if you fuck with me like really hard which some people have done in this music industry their day will come yeah no i'm a firm believer of that they they won't know it's coming because it'll be all I'll wait like years and then you know <laughs> then I'll cut off. They won't know why it happened. They don't know where it came from. Yeah. I watched a lot of true crime shows. Clearly, that you're way. a pro. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's like I could get away. With, I could probably get away with murder. I'm just saying. That's how many crime shows I watch. My my man's always like, he's like, oh my god, you could totally like kill me, get away dispose of my body nobody would ever find me i was like yeah <laughs> yeah i, I literally could, could. <laughs> do you oh, listen God, that's not me. i would never do that never he's like i'm a hero he do saved you, me do you listen to crime podcasts as well sorry do you listen to crime podcasts as well i don't listen to po- i listen to annie's podcast um changes changes i listen to i don't really listen to podcasts no um i i wanted to start one and then somebody took somebody snagged my idea right before i did right before i was about to do it and then what was the idea um well i'm not gonna say because <laughs> it's of my fr- a, a friend friend of mine who, okay. who did it not because i told told this person anything about what i was gonna do but he just, just managed to get there before me so that's okay I think that's you know, I don't. I don't like to. I don't. I don't like to like do the same things as other people. You know what I mean? I kind of want to try and do something a little bit different. That's why I, this this residency, like I want to take this. It's gonna go around like I did with the jackathon. I'm gonna take yeah. it to different places. You know, book different people. Hopefully, I'll get more time. I didn't have very much time for this one. Yeah. Um. I only had like a month to book anybody. They gave me like a month, so um, or two months, which is. Crazy. You can't book anybody in two months. Like you, you need to book them like six, six seven, months. eight months yeah. in advance now. And I was so I, I, and I wanted to because book London there people for like well not this week. This week is Alinka. I mean, when is this going out? This is coming out like the second week in August. When is this podcast going out? Second week in August. Second week in what? August. August yeah. Oh, so the, so the residency's already <laughs> residency's <laughs> over. <laughs> okay. okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Past tense. It was awesome. It was the best. <laughs> Sold out ever. every night. Sold out every single night. Yeah, queues around the block. Oh my god, it was crazy. No, um, I, I just it is gonna it's getting it's getting better and better and better. Yeah. I mean, the I think the the younger crowd don't know who I am. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I, it's I, I think the or they. Like some some of them do, of course they do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they 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 like other music. It's fine. House and techno will always be around. It will always stay. I've seen the ebbs and flows. I've seen the ups and downs over the, since being in the music industry for twenty years. Yeah. You know, especially here, I've seen like people be super huge, and then I've seen them disappear. I've seen other people be super huge and yeah. stay huge forever. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen people go, you know, one hit wonders. I've seen like 
I've seen it all, so it's fine. You know, I'm I'm just you know, if you're a nice person and you and you try to do nice things for people, I always hope that that comes back to you. You know what I mean? Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. The magic, the magic words from my mother. No, I I agree with that, and I think it's really important to kind of have that attitude because it's it can be pretty like hard work in this industry when. I'm on the grind, man. I've been yeah. grinding. I've been well, the gr- grinding. That sounds horrible. Sorry. <laughs> I've been. What's the word? What, what's that you guys use? Um. Oh shit. Oh, I don't even know. Grafting. Oh, graft. no, no. I've been grafting for fucking years, man. Like seriously, I've been. I've done most of it on my own. Yeah. You know what I mean. I'm lucky. I have some management now who are. Who are super awesome and they've helped me out and uh but like i've never had like i've done everything myself Mm. almost everything almost except for a few things but um yeah it's been like a lot of work and a lot of networking and talking to people and you know and if there's people that you know you can you can spot the bad eggs a mile away so well at least i thought you could except my ex-agent I thought he was a good egg. He wasn't. <laughs> He's a rotten egg. That's for sure. Yeah, that's what you got to watch out for is the people that you think are good people in this industry. There's a lot of fucking devils yeah. running around. You don't realize they're devils. They're really good at charming the pants off you at the beginning. And then they stick a freaking like sword in your freaking heart, rip it out. What happened? Um, are we allowed to go into detail or not? No. Moving on. I'm over him. Over. He's dead to me. Fuck him. He's dead to me. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. I hope I hope nobody else has to experience what I experienced with that person. But yeah, it's, he's yeah, a I, horrible I, person. I think this is the thing. It's just also the fact of life, isn't it? There's dickheads and there's nice people, and in in every pretty industry. much yeah, man. Like I'm a tough chick. Like, I'm yeah. tough. I'm as tough as you like. You have to have thick skin to be a female in this industry or anybody in this industry. Yeah. It's not easy for men. It's not easy for anybody, no, any human not. to be in this industry, be away from your fam, from your friends and your family, like all the time to be on the road, like all the time you, you're, you miss everything. You miss birthdays, yeah. you miss weddings, you miss, you miss like you miss people's having children that are your friends. You miss like having a, a, a relationship. Yeah. Like my God, like I do you know. I, I have, I'm lucky to have a very wonderful one, a stable, beautiful one now. But like, I mean, I was like single for years. Like yeah. I just, I was just like, I was gone. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, there's like, how do you keep anything, like ha- have a regime, you know? Like I, I, I crashed and hit the wall a million times, but you know, got back up and did it again. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I just can't. Uh, it was just, it was it's hardcore like traveling like that like going you know from europe to south america to australia and then you go up to the states and then you go to canada and you go to central america and you're over here like my schedule whoever was doing my schedule like i wasn't really thinking i I, and also because i grew up in a poor family i said yes to everything Everything. so i was like yes, yes 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 and i just couldn't um yeah, it just I came came to a point where you just you can't you can't say yes to everything. You can't. You'll end up burning out. And especially people if, if people are taking drugs, like I mean, I wasn't taking drugs at the time. You know, I stopped that a long time ago. Yeah. But 
you know, even like even alcohol, like and even drinking, it's like you know, gives you the same sort of hangovers as drug hangovers. You know, like yeah. where you're just you know, you got to watch. I, I I pick and choose my battles more carefully now than I did when I was younger. You know, it's just like you can go, 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 and eventually your body goes fuck you, like <laughs> give up, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Like, please let me sleep. Please let me eat. <laughs> you know, just stop moving for a second and yeah. like just yeah. Where, where, how did you how did you learn to start saying no to things? And like, what was that point? It was full bit. I got into a relationship and I also, I just realized that I just didn't want to be away from this person that much anymore. And I was, you know, I was just like, I don't need to play 50 million times a month. Yeah. You know, I'm happy. I don't need, you know, well, I could use that money now, but it was like at the time, you know, it's like, I don't, you know, I'm comfortable. Yeah. Everything's great. And then wham, bam, the pandemic happens. But no, it's like the, but having a partner who supports you and comes, he comes, he comes with me a lot of the time. So, you know, he's got a great job where he's allowed lots of time off. Yeah. So he comes with me and I, it's like, I, I feel so much better. Like, mm. you know, panic attacks stopped. You know what I mean? It was just like, I used to get really bad panic attacks and just like, <laughs> like not enough sleep. It's a sleep sleep deprivation is just like the worst thing in the world for, for me anyway, yeah. just personally. So yeah, that's, that's where I struggled the most was with the different sleeping, not being able to sleep, sleeping, like in not sleeping at all. Like yeah. when you don't sleep, that's when it's like, yeah, that's, and that's when it's time. To, I almost hung up the headphones a few times. <laughs> really? What would you do? Yeah. What would you do if you, if you stopped? That's the thing. That's what I thought about all during lockdown. What the hell do I fucking do next? And I couldn't think of any. I was like, I was like, what? I, all I know is musicology. Yeah. I've taught myself. I've all I know. I know so much about it. You know what I mean? And it's just, um, I don't have it. I don't have a, a a degree or anything. I didn't go to university. It's just like you know, self self taught music. Yeah. I don't know what that even gets you. I don't know how to play an instrument. But you know what I mean? I know everything there is to know about like any band or whatever you ask yeah. me about. Like, it's just, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. You think about what you're going to do. And I, I just, yeah, I, it was, it wasn't a good time for me during the pandemic. Yeah. I couldn't think, I couldn't see through the, fog. through the fog. I was just like, what is happening? Like what's going on? I was just, yeah. Would you, go, was, would you go back into radio? Would you go back into radio? Oh my God. Yes. In a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah, definitely. I love to do radio again, but um, yeah, I don't know which radio station would want me to have. It would want me on there. Yeah. I used to love your shows on radio one. They were fucking great. Very much. They were great. I thought they were fun because all the guests I used to get, I knew them personally. So I could always make jokes with them and stuff. And like, it was, it wasn't so serious. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like I'd always ask them like silly questions. Like I wouldn't be like all nerdy because <laughs> no, I'm like, uh, like I, you know, I'm just thinking about all the all, all the other people who listen to the show who aren't in, into the technical te technical aspect of making us how they made that record. Totally. You know, I'm thinking yeah, about yeah. the other millions of people. I like want to have a laugh. You know, like you know, just for me, laughing is my way out of out of a lot of things like I, I use humor as a 
Well, I, th- I think that's also um, is, the boundary. I think it's also it's really interesting because like we as DJs and producers, we're, it's fine for us to get geeky together, right? But ninety nine percent of the people that are coming to watch us play aren't being geeky and don't give a fuck about anything, which is almost like kind of why I started this podcast as well because it's like. People want to get to know us as human beings, but we, they don't want to talk about technical. They don't want to hear us talk about technical shit. They want to just hear us talk about our lives and our careers. And this c- conversation could go off into tangent, so many different tangents. Whereas yeah. that is the one thing with radio to a certain extent, you have like a finite level of time where you have to, you have a bit and you have to t- talk about something. I always like, I'd have people who had something coming out on. Yeah. I always had like somebody who had like an album or something to, you know, to promote. And uh, yeah. And we talk about that for like a few seconds. And yeah. then we just talk about lots of other stuff. And I felt so bad for my producer. He had to edit down the, <laughs> the interview to like, if they weren't in the studio live with yeah. me, he'd have to edit it down. Like, cause I mean, just be on the phone, like <laughs> talking for ages, you know? And I'm, he's like, he's like, like I wrap gotta like up, wrap it up. I gotta edit this while we're doing the show live and then stick it in there. Like so <laughs> hurry up, let's go. You know, but I, I loved it because we just like, oh yeah. I remember me and Cassie, like because we couldn't get off the phone with each other. And great like great um Curtis, my favorite my, my favorite best. human That's on the, the planet, Green Velvet Cashmere. Um the best. I love that guy. He is so funny. Like I can't find them anywhere online i've looked everywhere I, I found loads of my old shows like i'm not allowed to put them up online which would be really nice to have a like a nice catalog of all all the radio shows i did and all the people that i interviewed but why didn't you just do B- it because bbc fuck them no i can't it's against the it's against their their policies so i can never put bbc uh, any of my bbc um radio shows out there nine years of radio shows what are they gonna do? I can't find them though. Oh right. I can't find I can't find a lot of them. They're like they've disappeared. A lot of them are on mixed mixed cloud, which you can't download, you know. And so yeah. and like yeah. There, there's some really there's some really, really good ones, yeah. really memorable ones anyway. That's a shame but, though, because they they should be archived somewhere and it's a, it's a, they're, they're it's, archived at the BBC. Because yeah. <laughs> I remember when I, I had to pick a my favorite essential mix. Um, and I, they had to dig through the DAT tapes yeah, to find that. mine, which was in 1993, which is when it just first started. They first started the um, essential mix. Essential mix, and I picked Andrew Weatherall's one, and it sounds like he could have actually. It's it's, it's when Spastic by Plastic Man came out, mm. and. It's crazy. It's actually when the record actually came out, and he he had he had like an advanced copy of it. And it's on this mix, and it's so good. You can listen to this mix mix by vinyl. You can hear it crackling. You can hear everything, and it's so amazing. It sounds like it was made yesterday. Wow! Like you know what I mean? Yeah. He was amazing. He's up there. Old weathers. He's up there in the frames over there. I never. My, my favorite. He used I, to come in the come in and, and oh, well, internet yeah. is yeah. unstable. Internet. There we crazy. go. Yeah, yeah. Andrew was uh he was that regular every every Thursday he'd come in and he like he would refuse to be served by anybody else but me. 
which is which is a, a huge compliment. Yeah, massive. yeah. So, and he's the he was the last person I ever had on, on radio show because I was on Charles Peterson's um, Worldwide FM, and I had I had him on 2019. Wow. Yeah, that was the last. That was the last show I did ever on radio. It was with Andrew, and it was great. And we did it together. We did three times. We did it. We did a show. We did it on Radio One twice, and on um Giles Giles show. We did like a back to back, yeah, like just banter back, back back and forth, and we had like great chemistry, and it was really really fun. I'd have him send me music, and then I just slide in the music that I thought would go with his taste. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. his vibe and it just totally worked and it was so much fun. He's, he was a G. That'd be amazing to listen back to as well because that's special. Oh, you can listen back to those. You can. You can listen back to those. Where where can you listen back to those? If you just type in Heidi and Andrew Weatherall, BBC or Worldwide FM, you can you'll find it. They'll pop up nice. on some site yeah. somewhere. Yeah, it's good. Would, the last one was really good. Would you? It was a really good picture. Up there, up the two of us in in the worldwide office. So the last time I that's the last time I saw him actually. Yeah. It's so sad that he passed. I didn't I didn't do that. My 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 man did that for me. He put those in frames. Oh, so I was like That's cute. It's very sweet. That's cute. Yeah, I know. Would you um and I really like like psycho and your other all fan. That's like, that's like Well, look what he did for music. <laughs> realistically in yeah. the grand scheme especially he, he was he was he is uh he is um, unbeatable that one for yeah, sure yeah. that was the beginning of when everything went to shit <laughs> literally it was it was in february i got off the plane from peru and I, my phone like blew up and, and i was like what are you talking about what do you mean he what mm. but uh, i was like i couldn't i was in madrid like transferring and i was just like it was it was crazy yeah, it happened out of nowhere. Death anyway, is, we'll talk about that. Yeah, death is a strange. <laughs> tears is a, will start coming. <laughs> death is definitely a strange no thing. Definitely a strange thing. Um, with this whole hijacked situation, yeah. are you, when are you going to start? Um, it is a record label as well. Yes, that is going to happen. It hopefully, is, finally, if this becomes, if, if this becomes like su- successful. Um, uh, if people are enjoying the hijacked nights and stuff, like I just want to like test the waters and see if people, what people are into, if they're into the artists that I'm booking, you know, that I, you know, that because it, not everybody knows who like over here, like I'm booking people that aren't super huge yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that they do make a lot of music. That's amazing. Yeah. And they are amazing DJs. And um, so yeah, I already know like a few people that will make tracks for me. I've already asked them, yeah. but I just want to see where this goes first, and then I'm going to start. But I have, I have full backing. It's all, it'll all be ready. It'll be ready to go. Want to know? You, my, can, make me, you do, can make me a track. I'll make you a track all day long. Um, yes, I actually will as well. But I, this is my opinion, and you don't have to take my opinion. Take my opinion with a pinch of salt. But I think I think you should just fucking start it and just don't think about if it's being successful. I think what you're doing. No, 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 not 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 the not. I'm just waiting to see if the night becomes a success first before I start. That's what I did with the jackathon. I waited to see if it was like, you know, because there are like what one gajillion record labels out there. Yeah, (laughs) but I think what you're doing is so different to everybody else. 
Like yeah. everybody's record label is a fucking DJ that's trying to like, and I'm, I know not everybody's, but a lot of people's is just like DJ record labels that just like want a sound and they want just one thing. And it's just there to boost the the head DJ's career. Yeah. It's, it's not there for anything else. It's not allowing artists mm -hmm. to be artists. It's allowing art, it's making artists fit in with their sound. And I think because <laughs> you're not a producer, you're strictly a DJ and you're a curator. Like, you're yeah. just signing great records. And that's what I used to like about the Jackathon yeah. stuff is like, I used to play every single record on those EPs because it was like, <laughs> it was they were like, great. I get, like I get the person to make the track and then I get somebody totally different to do the remix. Yeah. So the remix be totally different than the track. So you get like it's something important. for everybody. It's so important. Yeah. And I, th and I think that's for me, like, growing I'm up. I'm not asking them to make me an EP. It's just like, just, you can make me one, one track record. and I'll just get them. Yeah. So and so and so and so to do that. Yeah, I love all the all the all the Jackathon records. They're great. They just I just don't think that they got enough love. You know what I mean? They weren't like they didn't go reach as far as I wanted them to go, which is unfortunate. You know, and vinyl vinyl sales at the time as well were like really 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 low. Yeah. That was like yeah, a lot, quite a long time ago. So like like vinyl like vinyl was going down. Yeah, and and there wasn't like Spotify was I don't even know. If Spotify, no, it wasn't. Was Spotify on. wasn't there then. It wasn't Spotify there. wasn't wasn't on yet when I had the label. No, uh, it wasn't. Apple Music wasn't even. No, it they wasn't. didn't have that either. So it was like it's hard to. It was just Beatport. Get just it out there, yeah. And I've, and then Beatport have them separated now because I started it and then I restarted it again. Yeah, and they're separate. So there's like. They're not all, I've asked a million times for them to all be put on the same page and they just, they haven't done it. Like, I don't know how many times I have to like contact Beatport to be like, can you please put them all together? So everybody knows, you know, but yeah. Good luck, Good luck with Bureaucracy. that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm really excited for what you're doing. Um, It's really, it's really interesting. And I, it. Thanks, Will. It's it's cool, man. Like I fucking love it, and I it it's what like I know, it's for me. It's what the culture needs right now is like somebody that's like not trying to tell people what to do and what tell people what sound to make, or it's just just go and make fucking good music. Yeah, like, make good music. Come back to me. I'll yeah. I'll tell you if it's good or not. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and and that's it. No, but like, who am I to tell somebody that, like, you know, I mean, this is, that's, that's the big thing here, right? It's yeah. like, okay, so I like whatever I like, you know yeah. what I mean? And who am I to say that that person doesn't like what that person's doing? You know what I mean? It's like, that's the thing. It's hard right now because there's so many different, um, well, there's not so many different types of music, but there's like, like disco's become became big, big again. Like that, that was that came out of nowhere. Disco just came back and like sideswiped everybody, yeah. which is good. But like, it's only certain people can play good good disco. Like, there's only like a handful of DJs that I think can really play good disco. We don't need I've to hear. Never, never, I've never ever 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 played disco. My parents never liked disco, so I I it, yeah. I missed the boat on that whole yeah so. thing. But like we also, the but there's also good disco, and then there's also Dancing Queen by ABBA, and we don't need to yeah. hear that again. We don't need to hear <laughs> yeah. that again. But there's also people who can play disco in in a way that's yeah. amazing. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? That's good, like like artwork and yeah. CC Disco and Derek Carter yeah. and you know Honey when she she plays disco she can fucking throw down. Like yeah. there's like there's there's you know there's a, a few people there's 
um, like obviously Harvey and, you know, but there's, yeah. And there's also, now then, then there's like this new kind of sound that's like disco, but trance. I don't know what the hell, like, like, like Palms tracks and all those guys yeah. and Yalsa and all those guys play, like they play this sort of, um, it's very Dutch. It's very, it's very like, yeah. Cause they, like the, the Dutch and Belgian scene was all, it, it's all been like, Put into one. come like together like the techno yeah. techno disco and something else i don't even i i wouldn't even know what to call it that kind of music what they play is that, mean, is, what would you call it i don't know but is that like more like more on the like the cooler deck mantle kind of side of things where yeah. like yeah it's just like there's a crew and that they make they do it all very well but it's just it's very, in front of like ridiculous crowds yeah. it's insane yeah, yeah yeah huge and people love it yeah they love it they absolutely love it. Like, I mean, they can't be, they, all those people can't be wrong. You know what I mean? Of course. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, I, I, I don't know one record that they play, no, like not either. one. No. I'm like, I have no fucking clue what any of this is like, you know, which is interesting to me. Like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, I like to find out what, what it is. Um, but yeah, I never get booked on shows with these people. So it's hard for me to try and integrate myself into that music you know what i mean because i i don't get booked to play at festivals that play you know yeah. th this is what this is what i don't like like we're, we're they only go for one sound yeah yeah it's, you know they don't mix it up enough you know where you, you can go see a bunch of different people so it's just like no i totally agree with I you mean, and i think that's what i was kind of getting at right at the beginning of this conversation that it's like the scene's so strange where it's like you have like a tech house festival now it's like, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't ever go to a fucking festival to see, like, I grew up going to Glastonbury. Like, the whole point of Glastonbury is you see, you like, I, I went, everything. my very first time abroad was going to Glastonbury yeah. in Canada. Yeah, I went to Glastonbury. I got in for 10 quid from some dodgy scouser. <laughs> 1996. Sounds about right. 1996. Jeez. Oh, yeah. yeah. I live like 15 minutes away from Glastonbury. It's like, I, I, bet you, I can I hear it. It looked, it looked really hot this year. Yeah. 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 It's always a shame when they don't get flooded out because it's always, Glastonbury isn't the same if it's not raining. I don't care what anyone says. Um, I prefer it to not rain. <laughs> I love um, it when it rains. I've been there when it's rained many times and it's been hell in a handbasket. It's like, I want to literally end my own life. Um, I feel like my boots are getting stuck in the mud. I'm stuck in the mud. Like I'm trying to drag my absolutely wasted friends around through the mud. Like, you know, <laughs> like takes you five hours to get from one side of the site to the other side of the site when it rains. But then when it's when it's hot, it's even worse. Because then you like you're up because you're the freaking sun is yep. beaming through your tent at like four o'clock in the morning when you're just trying to go to sleep. <laughs> if you're even trying to go to sleep, exactly. But it's like yeah, it's uh, well. Back when I started going, there was only one. Dance there was tent. Las Vegas. That's yeah. it. And there was the dance tent. Same. That's it. I think there was all like there was no dance world. It was like I I remember 1999 and uh, like yeah not 99 and 2000 was crazy. It was like so when they just like it's they before they built the wall. Yeah, I remember going there and I remember it being there was 300 thousand people there. It was so, wow. it was I was getting crushed. I was going into the dance tent to go watch. I think Ronnie Size or somebody. 
and it was like I love drum bass by the way um and uh, just another little little tip (laughs) love love me some drum and bass and um yeah and like literally my feet weren't even touching the the ground and I was being like lifted and I was like oh my god I'm gonna get like I'm just I was like getting crushed like they're all trying to go through this little small and that's how people um end up dying at festivals yeah just because of that it's happened multiple I mean, times we, I, I, you know, I mean we don't even know how many people have unfortunately passed away at glastonbury like that's just they keep it very quiet oh yeah i mean i know that there was one year that i went somebody was found underneath the mud the mud had gotten so much they've been buried in, in the mud <sighs> that's dark. It's crazy right that's dark. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, I, I remember my, I think my first year was 2003 and mm-hmm. there wasn't, there was a dance tent and that was it. There wasn't a dance yeah. village and it was yeah, like yeah. fucking so, amazing. Shangri-La or Silver Haze, like the, the, all, all the, you know, yeah. NYC Dallow and, and uh, Genesis Block 9 and, and Icon Stage, all that stuff. Like that's None new, that that's there. all recent, yeah. which is great. Yeah, for people like cool. us, but but then you got to play like four stages to get a ticket. You would play four times, and you're like, "Where am I going? What's happening?" I've still never played. Still never played. No, no. Well, I was like, I'm not. I I played in 2014, and then every year after that. Did you play this but, year? No, I didn't play this no. year. No. Yeah. Except for this year. Yeah, I I I really want to play, but I also. No, I, I don't know if I can, uh, I I want to, but then I just want to like, I, you know, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Like, unless I have a nice RV or something where there's like, you know, <laughs> it's, I got everything nice. I like, listen, when, like, when I started Caravan. to play there, I was like, I was like listen, I'm getting a freaking teepee. I'm going to pay money and I'm going to, I'm going to do it right. I'm not yeah, fucking yeah. tenting out there with all that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> I was like, no way. I, I paid my dues, man, from 1996 until 2000. And yeah, a long time. Yeah. I did ten, 10 years of like in the schlepping it in the mud and in the like with all, all the herds of cows of, people it's the best yeah it's the best it's, it's great it's like it's, a refugee it's camp if it's like if you look at it like from like afar because we always used to get i used to go with my dad every year and we'd get flooded out every year so we'd end up mm-hmm. just sleeping in the car the whole time so we'd walk like a mile away to the car every night and you just sit on the top of the hill and just look out and it was just like a refugee camp just sees a people it's crazy i know seeing the above shots and stuff are yeah. amazing it's it's wild it's yeah. absolutely wild what they do yeah. i think it's amazing i think it's unreal it's it, it is the best festival in the world i mean like people say it's the best festival it definitely is the best festival in the world and like to play at it to be to like if you're on the i can't imagine playing the main stage of glastonbury like i just can't imagine that would be like the most like I, you can see some of the performers like when they i watch them and you see their faces and they're yeah. just like holy shit it's like yeah. this is the most people i've ever played in front of in my life it's always their, it's their biggest concert always because there's like i think how many people were there for like this this two fifty thousand. Yeah. and I think, I think for uh, for elton john this year i think 000. there was like over over a hundred thousand people there watching yeah one hundred and fifty thousand people watching elton john yeah and then half of them left and went to go see the queens of stone age yeah which was great because like, i just saw them like two days before oh really at Margate in Dreamland, Amazing. they played because they announced that tour 
And then all of a sudden they just popped up on the Glastonbury lineup. And I was like, oh, fuck. What? <laughs> but we saw them in a nice little tiny at Dreamland and Margate. It was so weird. I was like, what the? Oh, see, Queens. And now they're playing at the O2 as well. I was like, he. They're, they're backing they're back in the game. I don't know if you like Queens of Stone Age, but I'm a big fan. I've I've never but, uh, I've never really like I listened to that much of their music, so I'm not I can't really comment on it. Okay. I'm just in love with the singer. It's, it's, oh really? It's, it's, Is it like that? <laughs> <laughs> Trent Reznor. Oh yeah, we love him. We yeah. like him. Trent Trent is a yeah. fucking G. Trent's a G. He's on the wall. He's on the ball of fame. Is he? Have you got another picture? Yeah. How does your partner he's, feel he's, about he's this? In the room. All, all of these huh? mad. How does your partner feel about this? All of these men. He loves in it. Frames. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he knows he's my number one. He That's knows he's my number one. He knows it's all fantasy. It's, it's future fantasy husband. That's what it's called. It's a game. I get it. Play. You know? I have that. I have that with wives. <laughs> fantasy. Fan, it's just a fantasy. Yeah. I know it will never happen. We're we're allowed him. We're allowed him. <laughs> I know. We've just done an hour and twenty. I, that, I, I wouldn't want to meet these people in real life because I would just freeze up and just be like, Ugh. "Do you think? You know, would you would you get starstruck?" Yeah, I don't. I don't like to meet um, people that are super famous. Yeah, I like to keep, keep something in the imagination. I have met some people that are quite famous, but I just um, I just can't. I just I no. Yeah. Who's the most? Who's the most famous? <laughs> I have to like just remove myself from the conversation i'm yeah. like i can't or, or i can't stop talking i'll just be like ah, la, 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 la. like over and over and over just repeat like they, um, they must think i'm insane or a drug addict or something <laughs> <laughs> i'm like <laughs> yeah they must get used to it the, them? yeah like people yeah, weird like, interactions I'm such a huge fan I'm such yeah. a big fan of yours but then I think that's nice because when people do that to me I think oh that's exactly super nice thank you so much you know like I appreciate it when people like you know say stuff on social media that's like really kind and yeah. lovely which you know I'm lucky I don't get a lot of bad um bad things said to me anymore <laughs> but there's still I still get the people getting upset with me putting my hair up. I don't know. I got one the other day. They're like, why would you put your hair up like that? You have such nice blonde curly hair. And I'm just like, because it's fucking 95 fucking degrees outside and I'm sweating my tits off. So I'm going to put my hair up because I'm a woman and I have options. You're allowed. You're allowed like, to do what you want. I don't want to be known just as like, like the Afro curly hair. Like, you know, I mean, come on. I was even thinking about it today. I was like, shit, should I wear my hair down? I'm like, it's actually really hot and muggy. I don't want to wear, I don't want to do my hair. It takes 45 minutes to do my fucking hair. It takes 45 so minutes? 45 yes. minutes? It takes to blow, to, to blow dry, yeah. Jesus. I have super thick, massive hair. It takes 45 minutes and I have to put lots of shit in it too to make it all nice and, you know. That's dedication. Ain't in the ass. <laughs> yeah, that's dedication. So pig, I just want to shave it and wear a wig. That's what I do. <laughs> just, put a, just put a baseball cap on. That's yeah. it. Bic. Bic razor is my best friend. Is, that, is the Bic razor yeah. your best friend? Well, you got the hair coming the other way. So it's all right. Yeah, it was, it kind of like during COVID. I, it just went like this. It went through your skull and out of your chin. Pretty much. Yeah. Like I had, 
I I've had the beard for like years now, but my I started losing my hair drastically through COVID. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like shit. Not like I was thinning before, but like it got bad during COVID. Right. I was like, so you're like, okay, give me that razor. I'm, yeah. um, I'm going in. I was. This, this is the thing. This is why I always wore hats. Like before that because i was so self-conscious actually make you go bolder as well yeah and i was always so self-conscious of my hair because it was like really? oh, yeah i was it's the one th- i it was i i get right here that's my that's really? my uh, is the because if you when you get <laughs> when you get photographed when people t- pick take pictures of you when yeah. it's always like yeah of course it is yeah yeah <laughs> all that and then my nice big a big, nice, big, chunky arm in there. Oh, yeah, that's like favorite angle when they do that. Just grow a beard. And they're like, I'm like, you really think that I want to see this photograph? Like, why would you put that for people to see? Like, (laughs) (laughs) fucking take this down. This is like before you could, you could, um, when people could tag you on Facebook on any old photo and then you couldn't get it taken down. And I was like, um, no. This is ridiculous. I look absolutely horrendous in that picture. Like, why is that up there for people to see? They're probably still up there. I just, I, I, I never go on fucking Facebook. I just like, I just, I just can't be asked. It's, it's, it's for old people. I think, I think I'm, I think I'm, it's, I'm over it. So definitely over it. Are you over social media? No, I, I, I like Insta- I do like Instagram. I don't use TikTok. I don't look at TikTok at all. But um, the ones that come on Instagram that are, are from TikTok, you know what I mean? I'll yeah, see yeah. those. So some, some of them are funny. I mean, yeah, I like it. But it's unfortunate that it's uh, it's ruling uh, the roost. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's ruling everything. Like how many likes you get and how many, like you know, basically posting. Like if if I if I post a picture of myself in a in a bathing suit, oh my god, blows up. If I just post any old thing, it's like nobody gives a fucking shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, okay. Like, I'll, I always post funny stuff. I'm, I'm not just like, my mine is not, my Instagram is not just um, professional photos of myself. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of the other, unfortunately, um, uh, newbies to this game. So, um, yeah, I'm just like, like, I just don't follow those people. I can't, I can't, I only follow people that either make me laugh or are interesting. Yeah, I so, agree. Or are my friends. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. There's, there was a lot of like mute, mute happening during lockdown. I was like, bye, bye, goodbye, bye, the, bye, 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 bye. The last yeah. month I, I just started unfollowing people. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I think. It's a good thing to do because it's good for your mental health because yeah. it was it was really fucking with my 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 brain because I kept thinking like oh my god like how are these people keeping it together and I'm yeah. fucking like losing my shit like how are they doing all this and it's it's just all smoke and mirrors you know a lot 100%. of it's not true so it's just like it just I just had to just you know I I'll I'll go a whole month without even looking at it you uh, know but I have to I obviously do it for work but yeah. like I only use it for work purposes most of the time. Yeah, I respect yeah, that. It's like, it's just, but I, I can't, I just can't, you know, I realize how long you sit there scrolling through, like, you're just like, uh, like a time. zombie yeah, yeah. when I could be doing something more productive, you know what I mean? Which is, it's, 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 it's a vicious cycle, this little thing. It really is. <laughs> you it know? Really is. It's, it's, there's pros and cons to it, right? And if you can, yeah. if you can use it for what it's that made for, and if you can be productive yeah. with it, then great. I love Listen, I like it. I don't. I I, I like it. I, I I like following certain 
things and looking yeah. at certain, finding it, finding out new things. But you know, like just, I mean, t- Facebook became really toxic, and it was yeah. all just a lot of older people moaning about younger people. <laughs> it's just like I can't listen, and putting up really <laughs> horrible videos of things, and yeah. I was just like, I can't, I don't want to watch this anymore. Like over this, you know, people are like I. I sent you a message through Facebook and I was like, why don't you pick up the phone and call me? Remember? <laughs> like you have my number. Like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like just call me. Like, I leave voice messages on WhatsApp all the time. People hate it. I'm like, why? I'm like, cause I, I don't text a fucking like book to you. Like, why don't you just pick up the phone when I call you? And then I, it's so much easier. Calling, you know? it, calling is easier, but I'm not a fan of voice messages. I'm just like, just fucking call me. Really? Yeah, just call me instead of voice message. No, but I, I do do that. And yeah. if they don't answer, then I'll leave a voice message. Yeah, that's like a punishment if they don't pick up. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've just done an hour and a half. Let's wrap this motherfucker up. Yeah, it's just flown by. Um, thank you so much for coming on. I've really enjoyed You're welcome. This. Really, and it's been, it's been nice okay. to actually have a conversation outside of a club because we haven't ever had a conversation outside of a club so thank you so much for taking the oh, time out. will I see you this summer? I think we might be playing the same trick party again oh cool I think in August August 14th 16 isn't it? oh yeah whatever uh, no actually I think you're right let me just check I think it's the 14th 14 yeah wait Yeah. this is coming are out that? are you playing that one? Yeah, and this is coming out on the 8th of August. Oh, cool. I think. So, see you in a week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to get my teleportation device. (laughs) I'll see you in a week. Amazing. Mate, thank you so much. Um, Keep in touch. Big Big kiss. Thank you so much. Keep safe. See you soon. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, babe. And that's up. Big love to Heidi for coming on. Go listen, go share. If you want to join the Discord, hit the link in the description, sign up, get involved, um, start these conversations going, and uh, please share. Love you lots. Keep safe. See you next time.